Yeah, I forgot Y'all, to listen to that. I, I listen to Currency and um, Weezy. Yeah, I listen. I, yeah, I, I didn't really listen to that. No. I, I cut off the wing. I cut off the wing. Halfway wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. I will... Are you going to start like this? You start like this? Not the way, you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was, I don't know. I, I think I'm I think I'm done with mixtape Wayne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think wow. I'm done with mixtape Wayne. Like Wayne rapping on other people's beats. I'm done with that. And he was rapping yeah. on like a lot of Drake beats. I don't get it. But, um, but yeah, but uh, to introduce the show, uh, everybody, welcome <laughs> to. The Beats and Chill Podcast. This is episode 28 of the Beats and Chill Podcast with your host, Hometown, DJ Raw the Fool, 4 4, and hey. Jazz. Hey. Jazz, Jazz Renee, whatever she goes by this month. Thank you. Oh my goodness. How y'all doing? Pod after Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Even though we it talked was, about it before we started recording. But it was, <laughs> It was straight, you know. It did what it had to do. Put some food <laughs> on the table. That nigga sound like he had a burnt turkey or something. Oh, <laughs> hey, put some food on the table, you know. Right, fellowship. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Friends and family, you know. Mm-hmm. Sound very vegan to show that, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of a lot of salad eating. Oh, my, my part of the part of the city. How about y'all? Did you get your get your McRib sandwich for? for I ain't get no Mc. I ain't get no McRib. I ain't get no. But I realized, I realized where I'm willing to settle for turkey. Turkey wings. Oh yeah, turkey wings have always been fire though. Turkey wings. That's what turkey and chicken wings meet for me in the middle. Turkey wings. Oh man, I had like two plates with turkey wings on them. Uh, um, my family. So that's really gonna anything. be your thing. You gonna just do like a fucking big old Pyrex full of turkey wings next? Yes, week? yes. I want turkey wings on my plate. That is the demand for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I wrapped up. I had like about five plates from different places. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, you one still from... hopped around? Yeah, yeah I he got, hopped oh, around. He I, I went to Jazz House. Oh, the Jazz House got me a plate. Oh, mm-hmm. how the food was. How the food was. Hey. Be real. Be real, real. I mean, be, be real. Be real. Nah, it wasn't bad, man. She could throw down. Oh, now, she did She did warn me. She did warn me. She said, hey, that green shit, I didn't make that. <laughs> I didn't make that. But so my brother's girlfriend made a uh, their famous green bean casserole that the, the wow. Caucasians like to make. And I had to let him know, hey, I ain't make that. Everything else is I made that. That's good. I put it on my plate. Never, I put it on my plate. I've never seen green bean casserole in real life. It looks it, I don't know. I don't know. I just I put it on my How plate. It look? Like, what I color is it? Is it, is it, is it green? It looks nasty. Yeah, it's like oh, messy. And that's from a vegan guy. Hey. I'm, I'm gonna just say this. I made sure it didn't touch the stuff I wanted to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is but, a um, nice guy, Derek. That shit would have stayed right there in the fucking. <laughs> I, the, I didn't even notice that he took it. I, was, so I put it on my plate before she did. So I was like, you know what? Let me, you know, hey, Jazz, this look a little weird, but I tried. You made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, I ain't make that. So, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll have to put it back. Oh, oh man. You should have, from that point, you just should have folded that thing up like a paper airplane <laughs> and put it in the tray. Then I had waste my food. I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, I got I got uh, my grandma just made regular like she cooked a little bit. She didn't really do like a whole thing. 
Um, yeah. So I had played for my grandma's house. Uh, a couple of my friends uh, brought brought me a plate. You know what I mean? So I was, I was good, man. You know, I was good. Got me, I got me a whole, I got me some banana pudding, you know what I mean, in the fridge now. Damn, so put, I made banana pudding, you know that, right? No, I didn't know that. I made banana pudding. I swear actually, actually like no dessert. My neighbor, and she was so happy. Listen, but I don't know what it is, but when you put banana pudding in a cup, it hit like nothing else. It really do. It's like crack. If the cup is clear, that means you got it from church. If the cup is red, that means your mama made it. <laughs> my own wife, so it came from my grandma. <laughs> oh my hey, I made I made strawberry cheesecake. That shit was fire. Strawberry cheesecake. Okay. It's the best thing that I had <laughs> at the place at my residence that I was at. Oh yeah. my goodness! I got, you should have got, got you a plate, Raul. You I, I should have. I should have. Had I known it was gonna go down like that. Yeah, I got, I got. Um, uh, it was looking like black styrofoam. Oh, I got a thing of red velvet cupcakes. Ooh, red velvet cupcakes too. You know what I mean? Like I keep those for the for the lady friends that come over. Like, oh, you want some red velvet? You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah. Well, that only worked. <laughs> that only worked the day after. Because after that, I was say, how long you gonna have them cupcakes? That ice then turned oh. the motherfucking oh, no, no You know, you can freeze. You can freeze when it's homemade. You can freeze cupcakes, man. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. you know, this you know ain't, what? His mom, his mom is a baker, so I'm gonna just take his word for it. This ain't, this ain't the public. That. This ain't the public one. He be home, he homemade. He homemade. You know what I mean? That mean it's like a stick of butter in each fucking cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Cream cheese icing. You know what I mean? I know that slap. God damn it. But um, but yeah, man, Thanksgiving was cool, and then mm -hmm. I didn't really get a chance to. I had to work on on um Thanksgiving. I had to work a few hours. And I had to work the, on, on the day, like on, on the day. given day. Yeah, wow. I had to work eight hours of holiday time, and I didn't work the last three holidays, so I didn't want to work a full eight hours on uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas. That's so I, I work four on each. Yeah, but um, oh, well. yeah. Well, I mean, at least you home, right? Anybody getting any success with Black Friday shopping? Uh, I was able to purchase some hats, some polo hats. Mm, okay. And about a 65-inch OLED TV. <laughs> Out here. <laughs> also, I got the motherfucking J's, just like I was said in my video. four. <laughs> so I'm I'm extremely happy about I feel like a lot of people hit on those, man. Cause I've seen yeah, I've seen quite a few. They're gonna be widely them. available. They still available at Dick Sports. If y'all still want the fours, they had Dick Sports. Go online, Dick Sports. They have most sizes there, so. What they running for, like 180, 190? I think they 199, so like 200, 214 gotcha. with 10. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool, man. I mean, I came up on a uh, new TV. Thank God. They've been with our TV like about one and a half, man. I'm like, Jesus. Is this what life going to be like for me? That boy, Darren's been <laughs> living that Erica Badu lifestyle over there. <laughs> Jeez, bro. You know, I've been writing on, I've been rapping on my phone and, <laughs> Writing on a marker board, like, what am I doing? <laughs> when he said he was rapping this. on his phone, I imagine him with like a cover over his head, like Linus from fucking Peanut <laughs> <laughs> with the phone. <laughs> nah, I bought, the nah, I bought that cheap shit that you put around I'm your neck sweating. and it holds your phone for you. Wow, it hold your phone right now. Are that you shit. serious? Yeah, wow. 
He was going to get like a projector or something for your phone. I'll be buying, I'll be buying them little gadgets. I'll be, y'all go to Walmart all the time. You know, so I'll be buying them little gadgets. Anything under $10, really if I could convince myself. He's 75 years old. When you <laughs> went eight, when this nigga gets his TV, I bet he just be watching Home Shopping Network. Hey, man, that looks good, now. But any anytime I see something in the store, like if I go into Walmart and I see something that's under like $20, all it takes is 15, 30 seconds for me to convince myself if I could use it. Not if I need it, if I could use it. If you could use it. Wow. Like, no, I could use that. And I that buy nigga it. Going, he goes into the ass scene on TV store in the mall. And he's coming up. No, I don't, but I damn sure look past it when I when I like I look at it when I walk past. But you know, what I mean, you know, and it should be cheap. I, you know, I expect to use it for like a good week or so. But it was cool. Like I bought I bought a tripod. I bought a little phone tripod or whatever, which I forgot to actually use. I'm just so does that life. shit work? That shit you I guess you put around your neck and it works, but it's annoying because it's too close to my face. I was about to say. I imagine so. It's too close. Like I thought it would be in a good space. Like it's not. It's not like a long thing where you can like extend it or shorten it. You can just bend it. So you can bend it. So, I mean, it doesn't show an old person on the packaging. Uh, like, it don't matter. Smart. It's implied. I it doesn't say that. It's like a young, young person on it. An old person was like, hey, Derek, yeah, I've been Derek got since it ages seven and up. He was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm over seven years old. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I'm assuming it would show old people on the packaging. It shows like nah, they ain't going to do that because that means they they're going to take sales real. away. From that's disrespectful. You don't market to a specific, yeah. Unless it's like, unless it's really, really for old people, like on some metamucil shit. You don't mm-hmm. market to just one demographic of people because you taking sales away from other people that will buy it. You take them out of your own pocket, like you. Yeah, if you seen an old nigga on there? Well, probably you still would have bought it anyway. You got an old. <laughs> but all I need is thirty seconds to know if I can use it. Can I use that right away? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Throw it in the bag. Yeah, that's that right the fuck away. That boy Derek finished the verse and then went straight to Pornhub. Nah, no. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can't have porn that close to my face. That <laughs> boy said POV. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they uh with the iPhone update, you know, you can do like I guess I'm pretty sure other phones may have had this already, but you got like the uh picture in picture type thing, video in picture. Oh, so yeah. like I'd be on porn and then I I get off of it. And go to like Twitter, and the porn still be up and like, oh shit! When when did they when did they like do do that? Like that's crazy! Like it's still there. For the record, for the record, Samsung done had that for a minute. I know that's why that's why I said I'm pretty sure other phones. No, you know I I got to put it out there because you know y'all people like to disrespect. I ain't gonna say Android. Android. I'm gonna just say Samsung. But yeah, Android game. No, straight up, no. Put you in there too. But, gang, yeah. gang, gang. I got a Samsung Note 20. Oh, you got the Note 20? Oh, I'm yes. I work for T-Mobile, you guys. You know, I get I got to get it. Low key, you, they done merged <laughs> with Sprint. So I know. Let me know something. <laughs> let me know something. Yeah, can you, can you help me lower my bill? Nah. Oh, my goodness. Go Look, everybody listen to this. Please don't hit me up asking me about your bill. <laughs> 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 She worked from the crib too. I'm gonna just call the cell phone. Like, hey man, just merge me into the queue. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. So that ass though, I'm I'm finna hit up Jared. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hitting you. I'm, I'm not yeah, even I'm finna lie. 
Yeah, I'm, I need to lower my bill immediately. <laughs> immediately, fuck that. I just wanted, I just wanted the Note Twenty Ultra. That's it. Oh, I want oh that Note Twenty Ultra yeah. is pretty nice too. Yeah. So, but yeah, another news. Welcome back to the Beats and Chill Podcast, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with new music, man. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I got a chance to listen to the Juicy J album, the new album, The Hustle Continues. I heard that shit's amazing. It is. It really is, though. I was yeah. bopping. How many tracks is it? Uh, about 16, I think. About yeah. oh, it was like 47 minutes. Yeah. Oh, really? Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had some features on there. Had, you know, of course, had, had Wiz. They Glad had uh, Conway the Machine. A lot of it was on there twice. Yeah, uh, I, I like think Tanala song was on there. Um, Megan Thee Stallion was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocky, ASAP Rocky was. ASAP Rocky was on there. The first song I really like. I like the way the album started off. The first song was called Best Group, and he was basically staking his claim like, "Yo, we the best group." That mm-hmm. did shit. You know what I mean? Juicy J is the man, son. That nigga has been rocking since I can remember. Tear the club up to who who run it to stay fly. And then um, bands make a dance now to this. Like, that's, I, re- I literally, in those songs, I've named almost at least 20 years of music. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he really been in his bag, man. And it's good to see that he's still making good music. Want an Oscar. That everybody likes. I like his beats. I am feeling his beats, though. Yeah, man. This beat's always been, his beats always been amazing, though. Like, ever since, like, I can remember them sinister ass beats with the eight oh eights in them heavy. Like he's the first, one of the first people I remember hearing use so much bass in like songs. It's just like ridiculous. But I need to listen to it. I ain't listened to it yet, but I've been hearing great things about it. I'm definitely about to slow this shit down. I already know. Um, I listen to um, I listen to Lil Wayne's. I listen to a little bit of Lil yeah. Wayne's No Sinister Street. Uh, I, I at first I, it took me a while to find it because I didn't I didn't know if it wasn't on streaming platforms. Yeah, it's on that Piff only. Shout out that Piff. But he had a yeah, downloadable from from his website, and then you know people had it on YouTube. So I just played like a, a straight link on YouTube, and um, I, I think it was maybe I was like maybe five songs in, and that was enough for you. It was only like one original song at, within the first five songs, which was a song he did with Drake. Yeah, that was it. And um, which Drake bodied that shit, like oh yeah, oh Drake, yeah, <laughs> Drake, Drake bodied that shit. that shit, like my killed god, that, that made Boy, you realize why and getting bars off. Yeah, it made you realize why he up there, why he, why he in that, he in that top class. You I mean, know we I mean? should all know why he there. I mean, just, but not just because of the record sales, but like just like oh he he go. No, we should all know why he there. Just people just don't like to admit why he's there, but we all know why he there. Yeah. One thing I didn't like about it, why was DJ Khaled on it? Ah. Well, he was a host. He was a host of it. He was the host of it. I don't care. I don't care. Fuck DJ Khaled. I cannot. Oh, nigga, so annoying. Like, well, that's the that's the that's the mix that's mixtape Wayne. Mixed no, mixtape Wayne never was hosted by DJ Khaled. No, no, I'm saying mixtape mixtape Wayne has DJs that host and they talk. Yeah, the DJ drama. Yeah. DJ Drama is the DJ, only no, nigga. That DJ Drama, has, DJ Drama is not the only DJ that hosts mixtape. DJ Drama is the only DJ. Give me, for, give me another mixtape hosted by DJ Khaled. That's all. It is. 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe DJ Khaled was something different he was trying, but we yeah, always but had that's DJ the thing. Yeah, no, I don't want to hear was, that new shit. He done had DJ, he done had DJ, now nah, he done DJ Khaled, he done had DJ uh, Drama, he done had DJ White Owl, he done had DJ oh, Hell. Yeah. He done had so many different DJs host mixtapes, but yeah. the the particular series would be by exactly. Wayne, would be by DJ Drama, which is the uh, dedication. Um, dedication. That's what DJ Drama is, the dedications. Yeah. Not yeah. No ceilings. I don't know who. I think this is the first nobody time did no ceiling. He just put it out. Yeah. It's a listen to me rap about other niggas beats and murder the shit. I tell you and this: if you do a no ceilings four with DJ Khaled, I'm not listening to it. I, I mean, maybe he all. wanted somebody to help. You know, maybe maybe Khaled yeah. wanted to get on this. You know what I mean? Maybe. He got his kids on this mixtape, and I for a while I was like, oh, this is cool, but then there's too many. And I was like, I can't keep <laughs> <Yeah. this." laughs> He uh, he had um, I heard because he did the rap to "Laugh Not Crowd" later song by Drake. Yeah, he, uh, he yeah, did the one cool. song with Drake and Future that came out earlier this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did a uh, it was another Drake record too. And I was like, okay, are you gonna rap on all Drake songs right now, or like what's going on? I mean, that's his son. I mean, I but I don't want to hear that shit. Like the box or something that would have been. Well, he did rap on he did rap on Forty Two Doug song. Yeah, which did. I was, I was, I was hanging with it for a minute, but I was like, all right, cool, I get it. It's a mixtape lane. It's tuned. <laughs> his voice was tuned a little too high for me. But, yeah, it was some different. It was some different. Yeah, it's, it's, it was tuned a little too high. That was that DJ Khaled ear. He was like, yeah, this yeah. sounds good. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm definitely. Hopefully, when I slow it down, it'll sound better. But because I'm gonna slow it down for the, you know, out of respect and just give it that listen. But yeah. I, I there was a couple that I just kind of skipped through. I was listening. And I was like, "All right, this is this this voice is entirely too high." So that's why I didn't listen to the whole thing. I mean, I might go back to it. I doubt it because it's too much music to be going back to. But yeah, a low end mixtape is probably not what I'm going back to in 2020 or 2021. Um, until somebody play it in the club and like, damn, I know that thing was smacking like that. Maybe that mm-hmm. song, and then I'll be looking on YouTube for that song. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. but it's gonna be something. I, but I like I, something. The, what, I, come from this. what I walked away with though is the Drake. That Drake feature, amazing. Like that is amazing. Like I, I'm, I'm cool with just hearing that on repeat. Yeah, um, I mean, he really set the stage for his album to come out next year. Yeah. Um, another project I listened to, him, which I'm sure. Rose listened to is the currency and Harry Fraud bonus yes, feature. Sir. That was nice. I, it was a yes, great vibe. Sir. It was a great vibe. Yeah. It was cool, man. I played that. That was nice. It was dope. That boy um, Corday had a nice feature on that motherfucker. Yeah. That boy Corday I mean, living a life. He got a mm-hmm. famous superstar girlfriend that got yeah. a Nike collab, one of the best tennis players in the world. And that boy got a track of currency. Hey, man. Nigga living his life. And he got an album coming out, I think. I think he on Juicy J album too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. I know Logic was on there twice. Yeah, them out. Those tracks is good though. What? The first, the the first Logic, the first Logic track. I I know you know. You didn't like the first one. I like the. I didn't like it. I didn't like his verse on the first one, but the second one, it was cool. It was just that, I I don't know if I can get used to him talking about sex. This nigga don't like Logic. (laughs) No, it was like he, he was like he was being very vulgar. Like it was weird. Like just talking about like you know what I'm saying, just talking shit like smashing, put himself good. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm not used to hearing logic rap like rap like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm not used to that, man. But um, 
<laughs> but I mean, the second track was better with Logic than the first one to me. But I mean, Juicy J did his thing. He was, was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, that, that currency was a nice five track vibe. It was. Yeah, I was about to listen to it again before I hopped on. It was. It was sunny outside <laughs> yesterday. Perfect music when I was riding along. It was great. But as always, I'm biased. <laughs> so we just gonna leave that there. Hey, who listened to Jim Jones? I heard that shit was hard as fuck. Not I. I did hear hear that. Uh, no, was Schoolboy Q on that? Uh, on the deluxe. I'm asking because Santos came by the uh, like yesterday or day before yesterday, and he was playing some shit. Uh, like, oh, some new shit came out, and Schoolboy had a verse on there. But I don't know if it was Jim Jones he was playing or what. Nah, he nah he, he not he not on the uh, deluxe. But I heard I did wow, hear good things about the Jim Jones album. Thirty one song. I did hear Jim Jones put out some good shit, but. I'm not listening yeah. to 31 songs. Yeah, he, 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 he got, he got, he got, he got uh, Ball Greasy on there. Hmm. Ooh, that's not going to get me to 31 songs. Tell you that. <laughs> Damn. Thir- Ball Greasy and Dave East? Wow. Yeah. Hey, you got my dog Spit on there. Sports cars. Definitely got to take a listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, is he still on the Did you listen to all 31 songs? Didn't me? You? Yeah. Um, not not all thirty one. I think I had got to thirty. I think I think I had got the to um to twenty three, and then um I had to start start the podcast. So, is it like a straight through, or did it take a while? For, for me, like I didn't I didn't skip anything on it. So I mean, it, it works for me. Nah, don't say for me. I want to say you you part of the podcast too. We respect we respect your musical ear. Hey, but everybody got their own, you know, their, their own opinions and stuff like that. So, I right, so still going to say what he said. You hear? It's I'm for me. It's him for him. <laughs> I realized I was talking to Tyree about this. I realized, like, when it comes to music, I can recognize that something is good and still not be for me. Just yeah, the way me I too. Can, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's like that's good. It's not for me, but it's yeah. good though. I know what quality is. I know what a good yeah. good songs or you know whatever, but. It's still not for me. Yeah. And for me, it's something that, you know, that just cap it has to capture me. If it don't capture me, then it's not for me. Definitely. So definitely. Who else came out? I heard some, I only listened to two things. Saw some shit on Darius list. I I seen the names, but I damn sure didn't listen to them though. Static um, Select. Yeah, yeah. His pro- his project was all right. Like I, I think I had skipped like I don't know how many songs, like five or six songs on there. The the features that he got with with uh, Joey Badass are really good. Uh, that's number two. What is his album? Bro, I don't. I don't. He did know. post something. He posted some recently talking about something. He ready, he ready to drop new music. He's been posting a lot as of late. He did but... drop like a little three piece. Yeah, months yeah, ago. yeah, but he nah, cut his hair. No. Yeah, looking like Bobby <laughs> Brown. My bad. Keep going, there. I ain't even here Fujiano, the son, the the, uh, the rapper that had got signed, what well, that signed to um to Gucci Man's label. He dropped his uh his mixtape, Butter Baby. Um, it's God a pretty, it, it's a pretty solid, solid mixtape. Um, I, I don't think I, I, don't think I actually skipped any songs on there. It's uh, it's seventeen songs. Wow. 
Uh, who else? Um, Stunner for Vegas. He dropped his. Um, oh yeah. I think I think it. I think it's his his album. But yeah, I'm his not debut sure. album. Yeah, yeah. Um, debut. I, I don't really know what to say about it. Like it all sounds the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was no, about, that was my next question. How it sounds. Because all his shit sounds exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. he rap loud as hell. Like, he just raps, like... Full time. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah. So, like, it, it all it all sounds the same. Um, Who else I listen to? This female artist named Savannah Ray. I'm not sure where she's from, but she dropped the, um an album called Opia. It, it's, a, it's like an R&B soul project. Really good. Yeah. Really good project. How many tracks? I might check that I'm out. I'm about to go... I'm about to go... Uh, yeah, nine nine tracks. Okay. Mm. Nine Savannah Ray. Yeah, yeah. Savannah Ray. Any features on that? Any features on that joint? Um, nah. I don't. No, I don't think he had any no features. Stand up. Okay. Uh, Jim Jones, of course. Um, I listened to Lil Wayne, No Ceilings. Like I got to like track three, and I turned it off. Like I, I just, I just don't care to hear him, hear him on. On like non-original production anymore like i really don't care to listen to him like that i think i have something to add to that though okay so listening to the the uh lab not cry later and listening to uh it was another song he he was on i don't want to hear him try to like mimic the flows of those songs that um, is true yeah. That is, yeah that's what i didn't like when he did um watch my shoes it was nothing like the original song Mm-mm. watch my shoes he made it his own song like that's yeah. why that's what made the no ceilings tight because he made them just like it was his song. He wasn't like you forget what it. the original version sound like almost. Even on like when he rapped over the We Paid the two Doug shit, I was like, you could have did better than this. Like I don't want to hear this nigga's cadence. I want to hear your cadence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why when he started doing all that singing, crooning shit on Laugh Not Cry Lane, I'm like, bro, nah, don't do that. <laughs> we don't need that, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll need that. Speaking of, oh, speaking of shit we do like to hear, that shit Saha has been dropping, that barcode shit that he's been dropping every so often, mm-hmm. that shit has been tight. Every, okay. like, he dropped, like, one episode. It's like a 30-minute episode he dropped on um, Title, And it's like a, it's almost like a short movie. You got Title? And, um, yeah, it's free through Sprint. Ding! But um, <laughs> they might mix that with T. Never mind. Yeah, hey man, get it in, <laughs> hey man. Watch yourself. But um, yeah, I got titles free through Sprint, and I I logged in one when they said it was free. I went and downloaded, logged in. I have never logged out since, so you can't you can't take it away. So, but yeah, I just went on there, watched it, and like it's oh, it's like some action in it. The nigga Desi Banks is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the nigga, the nigga Lampo, another um, IG comedian nigga, he in it. And it's like funny, but at the same time, he's doing performances and stuff like that. Just like little like freestyles when niggas beating on the wall because he's like locked up. But the shit tough. And you know, Saha, like, he don't waste bars at all. Everything, everything is going to be pivotal. So I'm waiting on that album. It's called Barcode. I don't know when the next little episode going to drop. But um, I'm pretty sure you search hard enough. Even if you don't have title, you could, you could pick it up and watch it. Okay, I, I didn't know if it was going to be like a uh, when he was promoting. I didn't know if it was going to be like an album because I was down show like anticipating a, a, a full like album to listen to. 
um, when I first saw the promotion of it. Yeah, I think that's it's the promo for an album, but I don't, you know, he he, he on his he on his little artistic tip trying to do a little something. So yeah, I'm 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 a rock with it. No, check, I'm, I'm gonna check out more of it. I don't. I I recently deleted title because I was paying for it, and uh, right. I ain't got the plan for free title. I got the plan for free Hulu. That's all I got. Yeah, so I, I drop that motherfucker on Hulu. They ain't gonna see that. Oh, you, what you can do? What you can do? Oh, I thought you said you can do something. All right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. Um, also, um, another, uh, another project I listened to, which thank God it was short. I listened to uh, independent artists from from back home um, by the name of Dochi. I'm sure we've all know who Dochi is. Yep. Uh, she's been on. Been on Peace and Chill a couple of times. Um, she's performed at Temple Beat Weekend, and she dropped her first like official project called All the Places You'll Go. And she, the girl's talented, man. It proved everything I thought she was. She can, she can sing, she can rap. She she has character. She has like pizzazz. She has she has control. You know, um, seven songs. And each song is a bit different. You won't probably get the same thing on each song. I think this project was kind of like a a starter to show you like her palette. Um, mm-hmm. She dropped, I think she dropped two videos so far for one called Yucky Blucky Fruitcake or something. And then uh, that's the first video. And then the other one is called um, What's Your Name? It's kind of very yeah. poppy. But um, but yeah, man, she she's she's dope. I want to hear. She can definitely go if she wanted to like do that little poppy, super bass fucking. Yeah. Um, what's that girl name? Doja Cat. Vibe. Yeah. She can definitely do that, and she does I, it well. Yeah, and, and I definitely look, it doesn't look like fake when she do it. Like, that's really her. right. And I could definitely hear the Nicki influences. Yeah, which is it's cool, but it's just like it's just crazy that like, I remember hearing Nicki Minaj for the first time back in like 09 and her rapping with Lil Wayne on on that uh Jay-Z and Foxy Brown record. That can't stop, won't stop, Rockefeller records and we get down and we get down. She was snapping on that shit too. Like I'm just like bro like I remember hearing her for the first time back in like 09, 2010 and then like 10 years later like how much of an influence Nicki has, like, over women in hip hop. You know what I mean? I and that is, no, not to Dochi. Like, Dochi is amazing, and she's definitely coming up in her own ranks as well. But it's just like it's 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 a good thing to me. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. To see. So yeah, I mean, everybody, you, you inspiring. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. an inspiring point. You take it and do what you want with it. But everybody's been inspired by somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember True. when she was like winning every fucking award? Like every time it was like female rap, it was like, all right, let's go. Come on, just give it to her. That was crazy. Like that was a time in hip hop where she was just basically cleaning up. I wonder yeah, how many awards she had. Like, because she was literally winning every female rap category for at least three, four, five years. Yeah. And then she would try to act surprised when she got it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. <laughs> what a great impersonation. And then fucking 
Lil Wayne be right there with her, you know, bringing up the stairs and shit like a gentleman and shit. That shit was a very funny time in hip hop. Yeah. Very true. Very true. We got any more music you want to want to cover? Scott. Scott. Oh yeah, oh. Scott A. Scott A. Scott A. Dropped dropped a new single. Uh, thankful. Uh, featuring uh, DeAndre Williams, uh, my boy Riley Elo, and um, who's the other person? Yeah, featured on that. Crown Marquise, the homie Crown Marquise. Yeah, from St. Pete. I think he in Philly now, but yeah, he dropped he dropped a nice little little posse cut. Definitely y'all y'all, y'all 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 all heard it? Yeah. Not yet. Uh, for the ones who did hear it, what you guys thought about it? That song that song is definitely gonna get a lot of replay from me. Think so? Like, like every I, I think every artist held their own on that song. Hmm. Okay. Well, that makes me wanna listen to it. <laughs> I was supposed to be on that song, man. But oh, wow. uh, here we go. <laughs> thought oh, I, thought here I we go. That. And I what happened? That, no, that's that, okay. That's cool. But what happened? That's the most important. Uh-huh. I I end up just doing the water record, the water song. Oh. He sent me both of those beats, and I was like, I'm gonna just do the water record. Yeah. Um. You know, so I, I, ain't, I ain't mad at it. I, I guess. Mad. All right. I would have ate them niggas up on that shit. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, now, now, you're not. Too much dip on your chip. Too much dip on your chip. I'm just saying, bro. Respect to God, B. Shout out to my boy Scott, man. Congrats on your on your new release. Yeah. Um, if y'all ain't I know, see. Scott been engineering plenty of tracks from dudes out here in Tampa and doing a great job making their tracks yes. sound amazing. Yes. Yeah. So yes. He he ain't no slouch, you know. He, Especially he does music, but he, he just he thing. um he engineered he engineered Dolce's project. He, he yeah. was the uh, primary engineer for Dolce's project, so um so, that was dope. Thanks. That's cool. You know what's crazy? I seen her perform basically her old album on Halloween at at the Bricks, but she was on oh, stage yeah. for like an hour. That. She was on oh, stage yeah. for like an hour, bro. And I I ain't listened to an hour worth of music. So yeah, that project be, is only like twenty something minutes. She must have been performing like older songs and stuff. Cause she's she yeah. got a song called Spooky Coochie, which is one of my favorite songs about her. Definitely rapping her ass off. She rapping her ass off. When I hear Spooky Coochie, the first thing I think is somebody that had like several abortions. Oh okay. my god. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Kill, kill me. But, that's uh, the first thing that happens in my mind. Like, hey, hey it's definitely that song sounds Ooh. like it could be on a Grand Theft Auto high speed chase. Wow. Okay, it has like an it has like an adrenaline rush type feel to it. Hey, Dolce, I'm sure the song slap, you know what I'm saying? But that's just spooky coochie. From in, initial hearing that type spooky coochie. That shit go, man. That got shit a couple go. headstones. And she thing. was rapping on that motherfucker. Got the graveyard pussy. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Back to the Beast of Chill podcast, episode 28. Fresh off the press. Fresh off the press. Nate Robinson is sleepy. Jesus Christ. Throw him in the towel. Yeah, he knocked his ass out, man. He didn't have time to throw the towel in. He just saw him and he threw the hey, he just had to rush in there. AKA was not racist, but feels racist. Oh yeah, the white delegation was up in there, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Put a nigga in the dirt. Put them down there. You know they was oh, you know they was like Jake. What do you, you know Jake Paul got a pass anyway? Absolutely. 
a YouTuber. What do you say now if you're, you know, posting about Black Lives Matter and then a troll who's racist posts a clip of that fight? Wait, oh, before, before before we um expand on that, when I say he got a pass, I mean a white neighborhoods, not black. You know what I'm saying? Let me I'm saying but what, what do you what do you that. what do you respond to a troll, a racist troll that posted that clip after you take you say, man, you know, Brianna Taylor, and then they post that. You know how many clips we got of slapping up? With, with all due respect. But we know how many clips we got. <laughs> oh my god. I guess you know what? Let me stop. I'm gonna just stop right now. You know, I can't make <laughs> yeah, it man. Um, I can't make it sound good. It was a horrible debut for Nate Robinson, man. I wish his debut didn't go that way. You know, um, I hope he, I, I hope he finds what his purpose is. Um, he was it, was, it, it was basketball. Yeah. I mean, but obviously he's still trying to find something because he's been doing a bunch of different stuff. He been he started a YouTube channel where he was interviewing old ball players in their houses and stuff, like doing like a like his own version of an MTV Cribs. Um, and then now he's in the boxing and he's not having a great go at it. But that doesn't mean he shouldn't quit. <laughs> But not having a great goal. that debut. That's your debut. That's your debut fight, bro. And the way the world works, when you lose now, when you lose in boxing now, we gonna know. You yeah. know what I mean? We gonna yeah. fucking know. All right. And you do not recover when you lose. Ask Pat yeah, he didn't. You saw how he was laying down. Oh my god! His butt popped up after he hit the ground. His butt popped oh up. Oh my it's god! Like, when your butt <laughs> pop up after you already hit the ground face first, you're dead. You're done. <laughs> He got paid though, so how much? Bro? How much? Six hundred thousand. Mm. Yeah, hey, it's mm. more. It's more than I got. <laughs> <laughs> right? Six hundred k. Yeah, I don't know, man. My face might skid across the canvas with six hundred k. Right? I lay on the floor. <laughs> well, you got. Well, you got to pay more taxes now that Biden in office, so. I mean, <laughs> go ahead, take it. It's still more than what I got. That's true. Oh, yeah, he's gonna, hey man, is it worth it though? Is it, do you think it's worth the knockout? Who I mean, would I'm you not let famous. Knock you so. out for six hundred thousand. Who I let knock me out? Mr. As Bean. a non-pro basketball player, Mr. <laughs> Bean. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean don't look like he can hit hard, but I make it look like. Ugh, ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that fight, though, uh, Mike Tyson. The, the no, headline, wait, the main event. No, you know there's a Nate Robinson challenge going on Instagram, right? When niggas just laying on the ground. Cut it out. Yeah. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah. There's a Nate not Robinson me. challenge. Niggas laying on the ground. We're Whoa. not doing that. We're not doing oh, that. Oh, they doing it already. I'm not doing it for free. I need 600000 I did. I did see somebody say uh, it was a picture. It uh, was mimicking how the Muhammad Ali picture looked when he knocked out a dude. He was looking yeah. down at him. They showed a picture of, the, of like the frame of that of the fight with Nate Robinson, and some white dude was like, "I'm gonna tell my kids this was uh, Muhammad Ali." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn. I cannot. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, and it was like well, that's basically how Jesus was created, and it was. Like, <laughs> it, it became a Twitter thing, um, but the main event of that night, because they were the undercar fight, main event of that night was of course, you know, America's oldest, scariest uncles. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., who Mike Tyson's 54, Roy Jones is 51, and their bodies look like it, okay? And I can't even... Nah, bro, nah, even, bro. Tyson, bro, Tyson look amazing for his age, bro. Oh, no, they look they look nice to be that age, but put like this, I looked at myself, and I realized that I look like Roy Jones Jr. right now. 
Oh my god! And he's um, twenty. You know about that? He's oh, he's nineteen god. years older than me. Jesus. I was like, that's that's what I'm about to do right now. And I have not put in no amount of hours of work to work. I need. Mean, I said, oh, basketball's going worse. up. Five days worth. Roy Jones looking like hometown or hometown having a Roy Jones body. <laughs> uh, hometown having a Roy Jones body is worse. Tell you that right now. Oh I'm about to tweet that. I'm about to put Roy Jones equals hometown. I put that. I put that banana putting down so fucking fast. <laughs> but um, but now nah, the fight. I watched the fight and it was like, it was weird because at first it looked it, said, it looked it was six rounds and then it went to eight rounds. Like by the time we got to the fifth round, it yeah yeah yeah, bro. I, I saw that too. I don't know why that happened. I don't know if it was. <laughs> I, it, I was confused. I'm like, maybe I'm just really high right now. I don't know. But um, <laughs> watching the fight, I could tell Roy Jones was fighting to survive. Yeah, he was done. And was Mike done. Tyson looked frustrated. Like he was Mike Tyson. Like he was frustrated within himself. Like I want to kill him, but I've changed. <laughs> uh, you can see the demon trying to come out of, out of him. Like every time Roy Jones would get a hand in his face and hit him, it was like Mike Tyson, like, I'm going to kill him. And yeah. like, but no, it's entertainment. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. You can see it. You know what I mean? But Roy Jones, like, he got hit. <laughs> you could just tell he was just like, all right, this nigga is the real deal. Thank God I'm doing this shit in the 50s because if I did this shit any time before, I probably wouldn't have survived this goddamn fight. Like that shit is wild. How strong Mike Tyson punches still are, and yeah. then like after yeah. after the fight, after the fight, you know they cut they count as a draw. So you, you know they both talk with the uh, with one of the hosts in front of the cameras, and like somebody gonna post a picture or a clip. But Roy Jones Jr. looked like he was ready to go and ice and shit himself. <laughs> he looked like that shit, is, bro. Ice he looked like. He was like, them body punches made my bowels fuck up. Like, I need to go release this. Like, he was in pain. And can I, are we done now? <laughs> like, he, in an interview, like, he had said, uh, <laughs> he was like, basically, people ask, you know, what hurts worse, the body punches or, you know, the jabs? He was like, everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> everything hurts. I was like, Jesus Christ. And it looked like it, too. And then Mike Tyson was like, don't nobody think about me. Don't nobody think about me. You know what I mean? Everybody talking about, you know, what would happen to Boris Jones and how he's feeling. What about me? Nobody think about me. And I see people like, the girls is like, me too, Mike. Me too. What about me? Nobody <laughs> think about me. <laughs> but it was entertaining. It was entertaining. I, I mean, the first match I saw, I can't remember the dude's name. It was like Burdek or something. Or some white dude versus some black dude that was like a, a previous Oh, champion. um, Badu Jack versus uh, Blake McKernan. Yeah, that man. shit was. Good. <laughs> he was giving it to McKernan ass. McKernan's white, yeah, right? man. Bro, McKernan <laughs> looked like he like he boxes in prison, bro. Like that was a prison fight for him, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, first of all, I'm not fighting no nigga named Badu Jack. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tyree kept saying, "We was I was at Tyree house watching the fight. Tyree kept calling him Bop to do." <laughs> he's like I'm about to do jack shit that's the fuck I'm about to do <laughs> uh, but I mean overall it was entertaining it was very entertaining that was my first time well, actually watching when, um, I kept seeing things about Snoop Dogg he was hosted yeah, he, he was hosting he, he, was, he, was, he was part of the announcers and uh, boy that shit was good oh, man. I, heard when it, I heard the clip when he slept Nate Robinson they said he went to a legal <laughs> spiritual he said oh lord yeah oh lord <laughs> yeah 
when when him when uh when Mike and uh Roy Jones was fighting and he was like <laughs> he just kept acting like man it look like two uncles out there man hey, hey mama somebody stop your uncle out there fighting over the damn real that shit was that shit was funny as hell man I, I'm glad they had Snoop as an uh one of the uh people on the the announcers on the show it was it was it was very entertaining man it was very entertaining I appreciated that that was, but it was just like damn bro it just added to the whole thing like bro 2020 is just the most wildest year of all time. Yeah. You can't you find another year. The wildest year. Like, who gonna top this shit in December? Just like November, we we gonna have to go over a 2020 wrap up. Oh, see month is the wildest. Top. Nobody needs to top anything. Let let December just leave quietly. Shit. <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nothing else needs to happen, man. All right, Goodness, we gonna man. see. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's what's been the wildest fucking year of 2020? Like January was wild because of Kobe death. Uh, fucking February was Pop Smoke. March, March was the beginning of COVID. Yeah, down. that's the initial fear when we thought we would all have like that. You could catch that shit just by opening the door outside. Like mm-hmm. we were spooked. We were buying toilet paper. <laughs> I still got some of that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, still got some. <laughs> like shit, April. I can't remember what happened in April. I really remember what happened. I think April. That's when like some of the shows started coming back, like Insecure. May oh, yeah. we was dealing with the George Floyd shit and and Breonna Taylor shit in May and June. That's when like we was all judging our white friends. Like, Hold on, maybe you ain't talking about shit. <laughs> and then every every everything every streaming service anything was like black screen, Black Lives Matter. Everything was fucking performative as a motherfucker. I ain't okay. I took pictures of all that shit. I took pictures of Juneteenth being closed. (laughs) I took pictures of when I pulled up Call of Duty and it was Black Lives Matter. I took pictures Mm -hmm. of that. I got to have that. You know, these, I don't know if these textbooks don't have that shit in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, my Um, own. It's just, I don't know. It's been, it's definitely been crazy. Weird, man. The uh, the Mm -hmm. Megan, Megan the Stallion, Tory Lane shit. That was like, that that was like July, right? That's still going on, right? I know, but that initiated in like July. The news broke out. That shit happened like July. That's it's been, man. Listen, we gonna see what the fuck December gonna do. They ass inside, honestly, but that's just my opinion. What? (laughs) Oh, you didn't even hear me. I said everybody should have stayed inside. Yeah, like they're supposed to. Uh, yeah, hey, of man. course. But you know, some of these people in Florida think just because there's a beach there, we get they gotta go to it. Well, we damn sure got some more for fucking uh November. Um yeah. fucking uh who put Javante Javante Day versus six nine? Yeah, apparently yeah. they was in the club or whatever, and uh, they said the tension was high. Who's Javante Davis? The boxer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Versus six nine. Yeah. Apparently they was, you know, at each other's necks. So um Man, whatever. I feel like if a boxer gonna be at somebody's neck, they gonna be at their neck. Please do not pay that little boy in that club because we do not listen to rats. For <laughs> <laughs> one, I didn't even know he felt comfortable enough to go to the club, but right? that's me. That's neither here nor there. Right. On to other news fresh off the press. Uh <laughs> We got to talk about this young thug Andre thing. Is it being blown out of proportion, or does it really need to be discussed as much? No, honestly, bro. Honestly, I don't think it's like, being... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. It's not to me, bro. Like, because yeah. I, I don't even listen to Andre like that. 
Right. So what Young Thug saying is. Wait, 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 if um if the last verse of um elevators by the end of the week I don't live by the beat like you I don't do know what it. that is bro you don't, you don't know what elevators is so you don't listen to, you don't listen to cats like that you no I don't you, your, your mom and your cousin you know sorry Miss Jackson oh, that's, that's that's called elevators okay well I I didn't know the actual name of the song you know oh. sorry Miss Jackson uh yeah yeah that's three songs right there. This you nigga know, young hey, thug said, you know, hey y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but the, but the thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, nah, the thing is, young thug hey, said, I don't know hey, none y'all. of his music. That nigga like, said, bro, like Outkast is one of the most iconic groups ever in hip hop ever. There's like, I don't give a fuck who you is. You know who fuck Andre three thousand is, and like, you you know you've sung this motherfucker's lyrics before. I don't give a fuck who you is. Even if you don't listen to another Outkast album today, like yeah. if you don't go back, you the early two thousands. Anybody that's my age, which I'm, I think I believe I'm older than Young Thug. Anybody my age and below, we were kids in the early two thousands. Your ass was listening to whatever the fuck came on the radio or came on one hundred and six Park or or VH1 or MTV. And this most times, Outkast was on that motherfucker. Rosa Parks, ain't no way on the radio. Bomb over Baghdad, all that. Ain't no way in hell you finna sit here and say you ain't hear no. You can only remember. You can barely remember two songs. Get the fuck out of here. But mm-hmm. he said he said he didn't know no Andre two thousand. He said he, I can't even name two songs. Like all right, shut up. Wow. Shut up. Shut up. But wow. it's weird because somebody posted a clip of Andre three thousand walking to the room where Young Thug was at with like his crew. And he was like mm-hmm. showing everybody love. He was like, Thugger, what's going on, man? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? And then like, but people have always said, like, I've seen clips of Andre in a sense kind of praising or, or glorifying yeah. him for what he do. That's what I was listening to on, on Joe Budden podcast. They were like, Andre has been digging up Young Thug for the longest. Yeah, it don't make and sense. I guess, I guess Young Thug's thing was like, um, when I was called to speak to Andre, like I was speaking to his secretary, like, no, nah, I want to speak to Andre. I don't I don't want to speak to his FS secretary. And I'm just like, all right, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude's e- ego is a motherfucker, man. That's all I gotta say about that. Ego is a motherfucker. If you know, if a lot of these dudes don't even know their own schedule. Like they just be like, all right, they handle everything and they let me know you gotta do this for this amount of days or whatever. So I don't know how that happened. But to me, I'm gonna just say it's an ego thing. Um, I'm a I'm gonna say young thug tripping about that because I'm pretty sure it wasn't that serious. Right. But we here now, and the way he was just the way he was just kind of going off and talking because right. Ti was like, "No, you gotta relax." Ti was like, "Nah, you can't you can't say that. He's your ally." And this nigga like, "No, he not. No, he not." And I'm just like, right. "Yikes! Like, you really going there? You know what I'm saying?" So. Mm-hmm. He talked about how, like, yeah, I, I fuck with Elton John before I fuck with Andre 3000. So Which what? Like, uh, I mean, I guess he did work with Elton John, and he was just saying that, like, the way he, the what Elton John was like, the, the rapport was different. It was like Elton John was like, "Yo, man, like, I love, I liked your first album, or I liked your first 
this or whatever. How's what's the name doing? How's this going? This that and the third. When's Guwap getting out? Yeah, he was just kind of <laughs> like you know. I but I mean, even, even even then, it's like I don't know. My thing is what 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 happens next? What do we want to see from this? Is it a song? Is it just some reconciliation? Like what what do we want to see from this? I don't know. And do I don't we think Andre think may respond to this? I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't even want to think about it. Whatever happens, as long as it doesn't resort to violence, I'm cool with. But I've been wanting to hear Andre and Young Thug on the phone because they some eclectic Atlanta niggas. That's basically what it is to right. me. They, they, the, they two niggas that, from Atlanta that dress the most outlandish mm-hmm. in rap. So to me, that, to me, that's what they was like joined at the hip from there. And I was like, sooner or later, something will happen. But then again, Andre really don't even like rap anymore. He does features or whatever. He don't rap anymore like that, but I was hoping, hey, one day we might get a feature with the two of the craziest dressing niggas in rap from Atlanta. But I don't know. I just I want to know how that. Con- I'm gonna um, have to listen to that episode to see how that conversation even how it even got to that point. Yeah, because you know when you hear a clip, exactly. you judge that clip. Yeah. But I need, I need, I need to yeah, I need to see where it started or how um, how that. Uh, I know we don't really talk about numbers, but. Just because it was a topic that some of my friends were talking about, Megan Thee Stallion sold around ninety-five to hundred thousand first week. Some people felt like her projection was supposed to be higher. I don't know what that means. I mean, it's COVID, so you can't really tour and you know push promotion of your album the same way. You know what I mean? But I think with her getting on SNL, mm-hmm. that's a big push. Um, Savage with Beyonce, even though that was a long time ago, people still thinking since she put that on. I don't know if like you could put that on the album and still get sales. Like, yeah, I think they changed. I think they changed some of that stuff up. It's weird, but uh, I think okay. I know they changed some of that stuff up, like pre pre recorded streams on a single. She was on the cover album. of like Time Magazine or some shit. So she had a lot of things. I guess like you know yeah. promoted her or marketed yeah. her. So um, I guess. <clears throat> Hey man, a hundred k now. You gotta be, you gotta be thankful. I don't know. Hey, that's true. I mean, at the end of the I day, she sold. Who doing? Yeah, yeah. End of the day, she sold, and I'm sure that album has. I ain't gonna front. To me, that album has replay value, especially for people that really, really like her music and people yeah. that like dance music. That album has hella replay value, so I'm pretty sure the numbers are gonna be pretty consistent for a while. Yeah. Also, I saw that. Uh, I guess one of her her ex friends. Came out with a diss record. Dropped a diss. Yo, what is that about? That, that's her sister. No, it's like her best know. friend. Her friend. Or something like that. Yeah, that's weird. I I thought it was like some girl that was messing with Tory Lanez, but I don't know the whole. I don't know the story. Well, apparently, so you know, <laughs> the hearsay is that Tory Lanez smashed her, and that's kind of where a lot of this contention is coming from. Um, Tory Lanez smashed who? The girl. Yeah, the girl. Okay. Well, that's I'm gonna let the court. But that's hearsay, that. you know. Don't 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 quote me on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm I ain't, the my name ain't Derek Hernandez. And I ain't got no I ain't got no theory on that. I don't got no theory. Uh, yeah. Not on not, not on black women, my man. Oh, so right now, uh, is Kevin Hart funny? Can we all answer that before we get into a breakdown? <laughs> yes. He is funny. Uh, yes, Kevin Hart is fucking funny. Y'all don't think Kevin Hart funny? It's a hit or miss for me. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. he be having me laughing, and sometimes I'm like, yeah. That's Isn't that funny. every comedian? 
Yeah. <laughs> Every comedian hits uh, jokes don't hit like that. No. Hey man, I think Kevin Hart's funny. Kevin Hart's made me laugh, but he's a different he's a different style of comedy for me. He's like he's like yeah. comedy. Um, it's just people. The people just constantly. I. It's almost like when niggas was saying free Pimp C way back in the day. Everything was like free Pimp C, like everything free Pimp C. Free. That's how I feel like saying Kevin Hart's not funny now. It's just the thing to say. Okay. <laughs> now and, the thing is, so the the topic of the, of the week was that he jumped on the the new Clubhouse app where everybody going there to talk shit, and now it's yeah. become a thing where people just want to hear themselves talk. But um, oh, without the responsibility of uploading a podcast every week. But now, um, so they somebody created a a, a chat room called and named it. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Jazz got a little right, a little mutt. But they they uh they named the 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 room called is Kevin Hart funny, and somebody invited Kevin Hart into the room, which I believe he's like. Come to find out, he's like a, an investor of the app. However, um, he was in there talking or whatever, and the topic that got things like to viral is the fact that a girl talked uh, mentioned something about how he said he called his daughter in a joke, basically called her a hoe. Yeah, because she was like, "Oh, I'm noticing a pattern." Uh, she she said she liked this boy, and then a few days later, she said she don't like him no more. She like this boy, and then. Days later, this and the third. You got to hit the joke, but basically, oh, yeah, I heard his, it, yeah. his daughter likes like multiple boys within like a week or two. And yeah. he's like, oh, my daughter's like, oh, what's going, what's going on? So I called one of my, one of my, one of my, uh, uh, my friends that used to, that, that's a hoe, whatever. She's like, yep, that, that's pretty much how I started. And it's just like, <laughs> but it's a, it was a joke, and people are like, this dude really went on, on you know, when it broadcasting a special calling his daughter a hoe. A black hey man, man. people are complaining about it. She got to grow up. She got to grow up. Knowing that her dad called her a hoe, like that's fucked up. It's very that's there's some shit that is just a joke, and then there's some shit like, wait, you can't. These same people posting wild shit on Twitter and fucking saying whatever the fuck, like niggas can't pull them tweets up. Man, shut up. I just I've heard the resounding like, yo, you named your title zero fucks given. You can't go on Clubhouse and be giving a fuck. True. Like, what's the name? Like, listen, I I get I'm one of those people that like I profess who I admire and I like and I'm a fan of. So when any of those people do something or says something that people disagree with, uh, those people check me. They be like, "Yo, what's up with your boy, man?" Like, they I got the Dave Chappelle shit. Yo, what's up? What's up with the transphobia jokes, bro? And I'm like, well, I mean, them shits is funny, nigga. What the fuck? Yeah, if he feels <laughs> if he feels they funny, they funny. I mean. I, I'm one, I'm not finna defend the guy joke, but hey, you know, I feel like his jokes come from a place of, you know, he's being real. Why he's are people saying, asking you about Dave Chappelle jokes? Why? Like, no, it's, it's not, they're not asking me about it. They're more so asking me, like, why do you support somebody who, who supports transphobia? And it's like, I don't think what he's talking about is transphobia. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't That's think we're talking about transphobia, but it is what it is. I'm glad I don't have It's friends. okay, but we gotta understand we, we are in a place where it's sensitive. People have always been sensitive, but we have platforms that allow us to express our sensitivity. And it's okay to do that. However, however, I think that coming at the if like my thing is what do you what is a funny comedian to you? What is the right way to go about comedy to you? Because I guarantee there's no right somebody, way to go about there comedy. Is comedy is comedy. Yeah. 
That's like saying, what's the right way of going about making a song? You can't fuck. There's no one way to make a song. I feel like the all the best comedians have always said. Make make jokes out of the most inappropriate or most sensitive things. Like that's yes. that's what good, that's what about true shit. Yeah. That's what the most South Park. comedy is. Why do you Jake think South Park would be on for fucking shit? Yeah, you take everything true, anything sensitive, and you fucking make a joke about it. Because how would you? But how would you feel, feel? How would you feel if let's say that was your niece? If the shit funny, the shit funny, bro. Yeah, exactly. shit funny, man. But, if, what, but, but what if what if you asking the wrong person? Because I'd be but saying, I'm saying a bunch of fucked up I, shit to everybody. I know, I know. But if you say fucked up shit, right? And let's say you you related to Kevin Hart, and he made a joke about his own daughter, and that's your niece that you cool with, and she comes right. to you and like, I don't, I, I felt some type of way, but you know that's dad's job. I don't really trip. But she tells you that she feels some type of way. What do you what do you say to Kevin Hart? You tell your dad. You tell I'm him not gonna tell him shit. You, you want to talk to him? No, the nigga I, made a joke. I would be like, hey. You but it's your niece. If your niece came, if your niece came to you about what my answer's not said. gonna change. I'm, yeah, for real. Like it for was real. a joke. No matter who it is, bro. If the well, shit so what would you tell shit, her? I'm, what would you tell her? Get over it. You shouldn't feel like that, honey. That's what you shouldn't feel like that, honey. But how can you tell somebody how to feel? Now, granted, we don't know how she feels, but it's just like that is a real thing. It is a real thing that his daughter could be like. Just like what you said, how can we tell somebody to feel? Just the same way somebody's like, she shouldn't feel like that. If I feel it's funny, then I'm going to feel it's funny. That's true. But you can also. There's always going to be two sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? There's no right, there's no wrong. If you feel offended, unfortunately, you feel offended. When I'm sure there's some shit that happened that I feel offended about that other people think is funny. Oh so well. Do, so do we think there are are there jokes that can go too far? Can it's a comedian go too far? Can go too far. Have we well, heard comedian, it? It depends on your tolerance for comedy. Yeah, yeah. That's literally it. Because mm-hmm. Bill Burr made a joke. I mean, he goes, there's with all due respect, Jim. Bill Burr made a joke and he goes, There's no, you know what I'm getting tired of? This whole like there's no reason to hit a woman. He goes, There's no reason. <laughs> There's no reason. He goes, so you telling me this story I heard of it? And he went through a whole spill of how a, a woman went, this she married this dude, did all this stuff, and then started fucking some nigga in his house and do all of that. And then he goes, and then all of a sudden, like, there's no, like, I'm supposed to come home and be like, oh, and close the door and leave and walk out. There's no reason, right? And when he said that, the whole auditorium was quiet. He goes, hey, what's the problem? And then, like, so... People feel away, but I understood that. And I have never laid my hands on anybody. And I was like, that shit is fucking hilarious. That and is- it's true. Because yeah. you see, when you, he goes, and then he explained it. He goes, eh, you can shake your head all you want. He said, I'm he just, went ahead and was like, say, I'm just that's saying. cool. All right, so what if, what if, what if, what if. Hey, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. And then he said, I'm not saying it's right to do it. He goes, but we have to take this narrative out where it says, there's no reason. Because when you said there's no reason, anything could have happened. Yeah. But you take you take that out. You take out the fact that something could have happened where, you know, what if she had a gun and shot you or whatever, and you like slapped her to get he says well, when yeah. you say there's no and reason. Exactly. But when you say when you say there's no reason, you take that out. You take any possible reason of whatever happened when you say there's absolutely no reason that happened. There's no, there's no discourse. There's no thinking about well, what happened, what led up to it, and that's what he was trying to get at. 
That's yeah. what the joke was. He was trying to get right. at the fact that he says there shouldn't be that that whole phrase. There's no reason to hit a woman. He goes, that, that, "There's no reason." Yeah. I was but like, "Yikes!" And that was teetering the line. But yeah, because, but people, but a lot of people, a lot of comedians are doing that. Like Andrew Schultz has got a lot of flack for teetering the line with just topics on the podcast because he likes to play devil's advocate. And a lot of those jokes is like approaching something as if you're playing devil's advocate, but you're bringing it back to show basically just another side or another way of thinking or a different perspective. And I think that's why you're starting to see a bunch of comedians take the Dave Chappelle route, which is um, being, instead of like joke, setting up joke, setting up joke, setting up joke, and then punch my setup joke punchline is more like, I'm just having a conversation with you. And the topic should be funny. So I don't really have to set up the punchline. I just got to talk to you and have a conversation with you about certain shit. And I think when you do that, it prefaces the the notion that you're playing. Because no one likes, you can't play devil's advocate in the area in the era of social media because all they got to do is take the part where you're just saying the shit that's like the setup that you're playing devil's advocate. And flip it as that's how you really feel and that's how you think. But no one never catches the B side of what you're trying to actually say. Because they're not trying to catch the B side. They I, just want to prove their point. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. That's why you have to be careful. Because the thing is, if you know that's how this era is, you can't allow yourself to get caught up with shit like that. Not everyone so is going to just... But then again, when you, say, when you sit here doing your thing, you're creating your art. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I can't do this because these people, I can't. How are you going to be able to freely create your art if you are thinking about what people going to think? Yeah, for real. Because do creators have a responsibility? Is that, is that do, do creators have a responsibility when it comes to like... You're asking me? I don't think they do. You have a responsibility to be the best creative you can be. Because some people make... Because then now I'm Because playing nobody, nobody wanted... Everybody loves when fucking when Wheezy was fucking sipping lean. Everybody loves when Eminem was on drugs. They love that. Right, they love that shit, but they didn't. But but, but that's now, for their benefit. But now, when you turn it around, they're like, "Oh no, you can't be doing that. that's so bad." That's so. But but it we didn't even that. when it's they were like, doing bad shit for the creative process. Like they talk about like drugging women. Like Ross had the drugging women line. You know, put him on a drink. She didn't even know it. You know what I mean? Like, does he have a responsibility to like be mindful of like lyrics like that, or could, should he be allowed to freely express? I mean, to me, that that, that was just a fuck. It was a it was a, just a fucked up bar. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm saying, but is that does that fall under the velvet of having a responsibility as a creative? I don't. To, uh, I don't think so. I, to me, it's just that was just to me, that was line. fucked up. I, I Somebody else might have not thought it was fucked up, but it was I fucked think up it's to like me. Levels to it. It's levels to everybody's creative career that they're in like comedians are different from rappers and artists just because like rappers you consistently will listen to their song and then Mm -hmm. you'll hear some shit like rick ross said where on the you know it song but then you'll listen to like a comedy show and you're like that shit's funny you're there for the purpose of it being funny not the purpose of being aware of the world needs to be like this and we don't need to be doing that it's more just for the jokes Right, because it's comedy. We're looking at comedy. Now, if yeah. if if Ross was painting a story, right, he's painting a story, a picture in his verse, and he talks about a dude, you know, put Molly and the girl drink. Right. Then it's like, okay, he's telling a story. This is not like, but yeah, a lot of, but most like, cases, most cases in rap, 
we preface everything as, oh, this is what they, this is reality. We look at rap as reality and not like, oh, these are actors and they're just performing words that they are a script. You know what I mean? They're performing reality rap. So when a rapper says, oh, I shot this nigga on 43rd, they're going to use that as reality, as your word and what you did. With comedy, none of this stuff is like, none of it's not the same art form as rap. So I can see why I, I, I hold comedians to a different past comedians have like a different past to me than like rappers do you know what i mean but i think i think it's it's weird it's a thin line when it comes to different crafts but you know that whole shit with with kevin hart i just felt like he didn't have to explain shit you know what i mean like you you're the the most successful comedian of all time bro what what that brings me back to when kevin hart was talking about the the shit that he went through before he had a little special where he was talking about um on Netflix, you're talking about everyday life and going through life as Kevin Hart or whatever. To me, it was when he was talking about, I have to do damage control because my brand is so big that there's people that depend on me. Like, there's people that I put in place, they work for me, that they have families. And if I go ahead and just talk all willy-nilly and do whatever the fuck I want to do, then what happens is this person might lose a job or this person might lose a job because I lose so many sponsorships. So when I lose sponsorships, the people that work for me, now they can't, they can't even feed their family. So I think that's why he plays, he does a lot of damage control because he wants to make sure that he's not just thinking about himself. He's thinking about his whole company, his whole brand and everybody that's under that umbrella. So that's what that showed me when I was like, oh, so that's why he be all nice guy, Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because which, he does, he has a lot of shit, you know. Yeah, he's, he, he employs a lot of other comedians. So I think that's what it is. Do I think that, as aside from that, do whatever you have to do. But to me, that explains why he does that kind of damage control because he wants right. to still be able to provide for people that he's provided for. You know right. what I'm saying? But True. to answer your question, to bring it all back full circle, yes, I believe he's funny. <laughs> Well, and welcome back to the Beats and Chill podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so for our last topic, um, I want to talk about the Grammy nominations. Hey, um, we ain't gotta talk about all of them. There's a hell of a lot of them, but shout out Freddie oh. Gibbs. We can go right Man, into it. I, I told y'all, nigga. Best, <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> Best rap album nominees are a written testimony with Jay Electronica, parentheses Jay Z. Uh, Black Habits with D Smoke, The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine, and King's Disease by Nas and Hit Boy, and Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Let me tell you something. For one, that JLX, I couldn't believe that made it. What would you replace that with? Little Baby. Here we go. Yep. Thanks. Mm. Yes, because I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I Black would, Habits by D Smoke, I replaced that with Roddy Rich. I was okay. shocked that D Smoke got nominated because yeah, I didn't hear anything about his album. Somebody said he was promoted by Netflix, of course. Oh. <laughs> now, I, did, I don't like the slander. Like D Smoke, nice. That's not, yeah, I don't want to be out nice. in the trash. It just, I understand that people are confused. Like, yo, where did this surprise come from? You know, yeah. but, come you know, on, son. Roddy Rich's album. That's true. On. But that's why Roddy album is amazing, dog. So who we think who we think is the winner for this category? 
I'm going to go with Freddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go with Freddie, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nas wins because of the politics of, yeah. of, politics of like Nas, Nas been snubbed for so many years. So, yeah. or, or, or even you know, on, or even if uh, if Royce wins, man. If Royce wins, um, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad if Royce wins. Yo, if he wins, uh, Derek Grace gets a Grammy. <laughs> that oh, shit is funny. Yeah, huh? Yeah, man. Like, actually, Derek Grace and his kids get a Grammy because they're all on the album as well. That's how. That's, that's how it works for best rap album. Like everybody that's on the album get a Grammy. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, yeah. involved in making the album. If it's the album, the best rap album is everybody. Engineers, yeah. you know, all of that. Okay. Hmm. So, but yeah, I don't. Um, D Smoke and um, J Elect, basically, Lil Baby and um, Roddy Rich should definitely. Yeah. Well, they they definitely snuggled on that, but uh, but they created a new category called melodic rap. Um. It's a new category, which if they would have had this back in the day, Snoop Dogg would have had about hella Grammys by now. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. That doggy dog world? Oh my gosh. <laughs> they had uh, they had Roddy Rich. He was uh, nominated for best um, oh shit, I don't know. For one, the box to me is not a melodic rap song. No, but it was yeah. so best song, best song. They got uh, Cardigan by Taylor Swift. If the World Was Ending by Julia Michaels, The Box by Roddy Rich, Black Parade by Beyonce, Jay-Z, and a bunch of other people, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe by her, Tiara Thomas, shit, uh, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, and Circles by Post Malone. Um, I That's what, Song of the Year? Yeah, best song. Oh, yeah. Song of the Year. I done seen so many white people make these old weird Snap Crackle Pop remixes to The Box. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely should win. Yeah, um, I saw one the other day where this girl said, "I'm trapped in a box, and all these songs sounds that I'm making are me inside of a box." She's like, "Hey, but in the coop in the box, somebody I know like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no, no." That's funny. That is funny. Um, best new artists, you got Doja Cat, Ingrid Andres. Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Megan Thee Stallion, Katranada, Chica, and Ooh. Phoebe Bridgers. Katranada got dominated. That's Kata. actually pretty dope. For best new artist. That's wild. Katranada has been in the game how long? How many Katranada remixes have I played over the years? Yeah. Best new artist. I don't know I, if they count that album as his first is album. It because it, yeah, I was about Bubba. to ask you that. Yeah. How about how about Wack? How come she wasn't on there? I don't know. You know, probably, it's also like submit. not just them. They could also not submit music. Because I think I saw something about Cardi B not submitting WAP in as a single. Now, like, you know what? She probably would have won if she did that. But that's Megan's song, though. It was on her album. Song? It's on her album. So I don't know. Well, I not on the album. I could have sworn it. I saw it on the album. That ain't on that album. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm going I'm to read this section, and I'm going to tell you what needs to be here. Best R&B album. Happy to Be Here by Aunt Clemens. Take Time by Jivian. Summer. Um, thank you. Thank Man, you. I don't, I don't know how I'm, I'm, let me finish. To Feel Love by Luke James. Bigger Love by John Legend. All Rise by Gregory Porter. Why the fuck was Summer Walker not on that? 
Summer Walker's album? Not Summer Walker, not not uh, Janae Aiko. Uh, <laughs> Summer, like Janae Aiko, I can put no Janae Aiko is in um is the when... best progressive R and B. So I can see that progressive R and B, I give you that. You know what I'm saying? Because this mm-hmm. is a little, but Summer Walker's traditional R and B singing. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. They also say what's snub too. They say uh, the weekend. The weekend dropped this album. I don't listen to enough weekend to know. But it's the fucking weekend. That's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the... I feel you, but I don't. Are we going off of the name or are we going off the project? Oh, you know what I'm saying? But we're talking about some fucking weekend. But I'm like, is it good? If, if Bruno Mars dropped an out al- drops an album, something from that album will be nominated. Something. I see what you're saying. Know what I mean? It's it's so like you didn't get nominated for nothing. Nothing like Beyonce got nominated, and she she didn't really drop an album for real. Like she dropped. Oh, and he got that he got that one song that sound like that old seventies joint that I hear all the time. What oh. song is that? Oh, I think I know what you talk about that that song that goes my love. My love, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna stop her, but I was just like, I was like, let me let her go. Damn. Blinding lights. Um, Is it called blinding lights? Yeah. Blinding, you got, uh, best lights. music video. You got Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce. Life mm-hmm. is good by Drake and Future. Goliath by Woodkid. Adore You by Harry Styles, Dave Myers, and Lockdown by Anderson Pop. I don't I didn't watch the other videos to know how good that is. I'm pretty sure Brown Skin Girl. Because of the video on what didn't he perform that on one of the award shows? And you should be locked down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that the one that J Rock on. Yeah. yeah. I think Brown Skin Girl should get it. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How about how about uh the box? Like how come Bop like wasn't on there? The box? Like, oh, I mean, song with little- Little baby, uh, uh, the baby, yeah, yeah, the baby, like that was a huge yeah. hit. That's, that's best melodic rap. I think that's in best melodic rap. I don't oh, think that movie. was bigger. I don't think it was bigger than uh, Rockstar though. Rockstar was like his biggest song this year. I fucking hate Rockstar. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's because you hear it so much, but I, it's a good song. No, I've never. Really heard I fucking hate Rockstar. That's a good. That's a, I thought it's a good song. <laughs> um, best. They got best record. I don't know what this means, but best record. Colors by Black Pumas, Black Parade by Beyonce, Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Say So by Doja Cat, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Savage Remix by Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce, and Circles by Post Malone. Let's, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. Uh, that's all I have on that for the best record. No, um, best rap performance because this is kind of difficult. I'm not even gonna count. Deep Reverence, Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle, even though I'm kind of surprised I made it in there. Bop by the Baby, What's Poppin', Jack Harlow, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, Savage, uh, Savage Remix, and Dior by Pop Smoke. I would replace Deep Reverence with um, The Box because I feel that's more of a rap song than melodic rap. Yeah. So I was surprised when I seen Deep Reverence in there. But shout out to Big Sean. You know, Big Sean. Best rap performance. It's probably gonna go. It better, it better go to the fucking Roddy Rich, goddamn. It might go to it might. I mean, but Roddy Rich is not on, and it's not for best rap performance. Oh, best rap performance. I'm looking at melodic rap. Best rap performances. Bop by the baby. What's popping by Jack Harlow? Dior by Pop Smoke. Deep Reverence by Nipsey Hussle. Big Sean. Savage Remix. And the bigger picture by Lil Baby. Oh, that's what I'm just. It might be that's either just, the baby. Yeah, that's what I just did. 
pop smoke because they, they might give it they might give it pop smoke to be honest yeah that's because they want to pay that respect but i think honestly out of, out, of these, out of these songs out of these songs i think if i go top three the i'm going to go i go to bop uh bop yeah. what's popping and then mm-hmm. i'm gonna go deep reverence Damn, man, I don't know. Deep Reverence, I wouldn't choose that. I, I'll choose yeah. the, um, the the little baby one over uh, Deep Reverence. The bigger yeah. picture is the one that was like the Black Lives Matter video, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I wasn't really feeling like that, but whatever. I'll tell you, Bop in that best rap performance, because once again, that is. It shifted. It shifted. You know what I'm saying? It right. went through all yeah. the little. Co- I seen the little Hindi girls fucking had a little dance routine to it. Right. When I see shit like that, I'm like, this song is really big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they got they got some. Uh, they got uh, best rap song performance. The Box, Highest in the Room by Travis Scott, Rockstar, Laugh Not Cry Later by Drake, and Lockdown. And it's crazy because I think The Box should win that, but yeah. Rockstar could win it too. Rockstar could win that shit too. Like I've heard both of those songs just as much as as many. Like I heard them the same out. The boxes of me, I think had. I think the box had a bigger impact. But I've I've, like every time my car plays the radio for like a few seconds before I plug on my phone, it's probably gonna be Rockstar. Like every fucking time. Like what the fuck? But they got ready to get those couple of seconds. I just my shit straight to USB. But I mean, we all know that Grammys don't really matter, you know. I mean, it's definitely the highest recognition of recording of recordings because they don't just do music; they do comedies. But um, you know, it's a prestigious award. Uh, we had this t- we had a, uh, a debate about this in a group chat, but it was like, is it the prestige of the award or actually winning the award matters? Like just being I nominated. Think, I think it's both of those, but I also think the third factor is once you are a Grammy Award winner, your price goes up. Yeah, yeah. Big facts. Your price True. goes up. You could say the Grammy Award winning because I remember when Lil Wayne back when Lil Wayne had an interview with Katie Couric, he goes, "They could say anything about me. Whatever they say, they have to say Grammy Award winning in front of it." Right. And he says that that puts weight on your name. And I was like, yeah, he, he's right. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, when he said that, I was like, yeah. Because once you say that, you can't say any, I got an award that few, a little to, little to nobody will get. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it makes sense. I just, so, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll I, see. I don't, we don't, I don't know what the Grammys would mean to us 10 years from now, but if nobody does anything or creates another award that celebrates our music the um the way it needs to be celebrated and it's going to mean the same thing and we're going to hear the same gripes every year i can't believe i can't believe this i can't we hear this every year every year we talk about oh how somebody got snubbed or yeah but it's a difference from being snubbed and then being bitter you got we hear a lot it all sound the same but some people just be bitter and then some people are really like all right what the fuck is going on? The Macklemore, yeah, everybody know since 2000, 2013 Grammys uh, with Kendrick Lamar, he was like, what? Huh? You know what I mean? Or maybe it was 2014 Grammys, but when Macklemore beat out every rap category, like he had beat, he had won four Grammys. Like, 
He swept the Grammys in the rap category. And now that nigga ain't even dropping shit. That's, That's wild. That's wild. Like sometimes winning, sometimes winning can be bad when the world society of hip hop feels like someone else should have won. That shit can like really be damaging to your career. Like, bro, you the nigga that beat Ken. You you the guy who made an album for people who would vote that it was better. Than but is it really the Kid Mad City? Because he can. Okay, mm. that, <laughs> is it really though? Let let let's be real. There's more white people than black people in the United States. So if you really want to go somewhere, oh, I want to perform here. Who's going to say no to a Grammy Award winning Macklemore? He could fucking go do fucking, what's that song? Gift but Shop? His, but his Stay name will shop. always be attached to that moment. You know what I mean? Well, who like, for us, though? I'm talking no, this about period. Him. Like hip hop. I mean, if you say us as far as hip hop, us, ooh. yeah, us as far as hip hop, but he can still go anywhere and drop that in front of his name, Grammy Award winning. Ain't nobody gonna be like, oh, well, he, didn't you beat Kendrick Lamar for that award? Oh my gosh. Like, what, we what don't was he up against? That. You know how it wasn't just that he beat Kendrick, he beat, I think he beat Drake, he beat, uh, I think he beat Jay Z. Why are you trying to make us relive these moments? Why, it's like, it's just crazy. Like, the Gram- ever since then, the Grammys has like, has just been, they just been a performative as like department. Like, they just been like, yo, we gotta, we cannot make niggas mad like that again. <laughs> That's probably why they added this new topic for melodic rap. I just feel like there's more as we complain, they're going to start adding more categories and trying to make it better for the rap community to kind of get on the good side. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at them adding categories because as music changes, you know, that your award category should change and and should be more inclusive. Yeah. People have been saying that. Yeah. That rap needs categories because they said, "Hey, you have soft rock, alternative, metal, um, all kind of different rock categories, and then you have rap. Right. And rap has went through its changes. So you have trap rap, you got backpack rap, you got conscious. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at um them adding categories either because it's needed. There's not just one kind of rap. To them, there is." But we know the difference. And then so there's a whole struggle. Get with the program. Yeah, and then there's a whole struggle on what gets seen on TV and what's not. <laughs> like, there's only like two categories in rap that get shown on TV. Best rap album, and I think maybe best. Hey man, that shit ain't market. made for us. We already, we know the vibes. Like, come on. The shit ain't made for us. Then why the fuck they want to put us on TV? It is what it is. When we make our own award show, let's big that shit the fuck up, and that's that. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. I'm tired of hearing complaints with no actions yeah. behind it. We got fucking hey, get get Pharrell, Puffy, Fifty, Russell Simmons, y'all. You telling me y'all can't put together a Met Gala ish type night where we fucking big up all fucking types of rap and make your own category? Like that shit should be. I don't care. Bigger <laughs> too. Put them in there, but you could do it. But right. niggas ain't doing it, you know what I'm saying? Just fucking do it. We True. hear the complaints every year. Yeah. So I mean, you know hell, what I'm man. we can put a we can put a black on it, man. It's just whatever, man. Well, hopefully yeah, shout whatever. out to the ones. Shout out to the ones who were nominated. Congrats to the shout ones who were nominated. Shout out um, Trevor Noah for hosting the shit. Trevor Noah, my dog. He hosts the oh, daily show. Yeah, Trevor Noah's hosting the Grammys. Yep. So I shout out Trevor Noah. Noah. Trevor Noah's yeah. a funny guy. Yeah. So also, also one of the biggest categories um, 
that they that they definitely mess up on was producer of the year. Hit boy oh. is not on there. Or Hit or London. No, no, nah, nah, it's uh Flying Lotus is on there though. <laughs> Everybody else, I don't know. I don't know Andrew Watt, Dave Cobb, uh Dan Auerbach, or Jack Antonoff. I don't know none of those names. Because we don't know the measurements of these producer categories of like that goes into that. But it's just like all one but Hit Boy just had a, a hell of a year. They put one hip hop producer in there, and Flying Lotus. That's right. I think I'm even London. Who's, like, Who's out here listening until to until we make our own shit? You're right. Yeah. Oh, you're right. We're gonna have the title Grammy Awards. Yep. The title. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. We got anything else before we get up out of here? I like your shoes. Talking sneakers with G episode seven will be dropping tomorrow. Um, I said every two weeks, so I mean it. So that shit's gonna be out tomorrow. Um, that's all I got though. Anybody else? Nope. Anybody else? All right, man. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, shout out to our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in with us on episode 28 of the Beast and Chill podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Hometown, with DJ Rob Fool, 44, and Jazz, Dopealicious Jazz. We out. Bye. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs>